I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm good. I am just closing out my week before a long weekend, so kind of the end of Ooh, my... Lucky you. Uh, uh, the end of my October of vacation days. I, I used a lot of them this month. <laughs> so my, my last hurrah. <laughs> yeah, so why not end the week with the end of the month with a bang, right? Mm-hmm. Good for you. How about you? I'm good. I'm very tired today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Um, we're recording on a Wednesday. It just seems like it's been a full week and it's only been three days. <laughs> <laughs> but as I look out my window, the sun is shining. Finally. 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 Mm-hmm. We finally had like a week of yucky weather. I know. And, and yucky is only the word that I can find that's fit. It was gloomy. To describe it. Yeah. Yeah, gloomy, drizzly, rainy. So, but now we have to we have to just keep focusing on autumn, transitioning into the Thanksgiving holiday, transitioning into the, the most, most wonderful, wonderful time, time of the year. year. <laughs> so, anyways, it's all good. It's all good. And so, what I wrote about um, that came out this morning is who's traveling with you. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting ready to take a little trip. Yep. So we talked about that. You you've got two little girls and a husband traveling with you this mm-hmm. weekend. But <laughs> but we really need you know we the last two weeks we were talking about life being a journey, and and as I thought about that, I thought about relationships. I thought about your inner circle. I've done some writing, and we probably did a podcast on inner circle. Um, I did a quick scan, but I didn't I didn't spend enough time to really figure out where it was. But I was reminded of a quote that John Wooden said. And Coach Wooden said, There is a choice you have to make in everything you do, so keep in mind that in the end, the choice you make makes you. So good. Isn't that good? Mm Mm-hmm. And and I also remember hearing statistics about um, how much influence your five closest friends have to your success in life. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't look it up. I, I did a real quick search, couldn't find it. I said, okay, I'm going to move yeah, on. Yeah, we did I'm a podcast a about that one. We did. Yeah. And I don't remember when it was. It was, um, uh, I think it was 2018. I, I feel like okay. it was the summer of 2018. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to try to do some research. Yeah, see if you can find and that. And see if I can put it in the show notes. How's that? Yeah, look for it. Hopefully I'm right. Yeah, so... And in John Maxwell's uh, best-selling book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, Law 11 is the law of the inner circle. So that's really what I want us to talk about today. Who is your inner circle? Who, who do you have in your life that is really helping you make the most of your life journey and make the most of your, your giftedness? Because... You know, what, what Coach Wooden is saying is your choices make you. And this choice of, of these people that are around you are, are so critical. Certainly we have our family. And, and you know, I, you, you know me. I think our listeners know that I am really focused on family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a wonderful family. I am super blessed. But family can only do so much for me. And what I mean by that is um, my relationship with my family is different than my relationship with my inner circle. I may have family members who might be part of my inner circle, but my inner circle are people that can talk tough to me about my family. 
perhaps, or people that can give me guidance and, and mentorship and, and those type of things. So the three points that I put out in, our, um, in the post this morning were these. Are they people of character who value others? And character, we've done a podcast on, on why character is so important. But also, do they value other people? So are these people, people your character is, the, is the, the foundation that you build everything on as a, as a human being. And, and like in a house or any building, the foundation is critical. I, I remember when I, when I built my house back in 1987, my father-in-law, um, he, he was a contractor, so he came from Ohio, and he and I literally built the house. And, and he was telling me when we were all done and the drywall was nicely finished and things, we did hire somebody to finish our drywall. But he said, now don't be surprised if you see cracks after a year in the walls. And I said, well, what? And he goes, well, you know, houses settle. The foundation settles. Well, I have to say that in my original part of my house, we never, ever got one crack in our drywall. Because this house is built on a ton of rock and clay. It's just the, the, where our foundation was laid, it doesn't move. Now, my addition, that's another story because it's try, you're trying to get two pieces of a house to, to move together. That doesn't, when they, when they heat and cool, that doesn't always work well. Um, but the original house, so the foundation was, was laid well and it was built on a, on, a, on a solid footing. And the house stands. The same thing happens with our, with our lives. So we want people that have people of character who value other people. And, and, and the reason why I added that was we live in a time when so, when there's su- such little focus on valuing people and such a focus on devaluing people. And what I mean by that is um, the silent majority needs to speak up because I really believe that most people value other people. But if you look at social media, most of it is devaluing of people. Mm-hmm. And we just got to stop that. So that's why that was the first one. The second one was, do they bring a complementary skill or giftedness to the table? And the example that I used in that one was um, our board. When I was at SelfLock, um, we, we had a board. And, and when I was named president, that it was a board of, of, I used to affectionately refer to them as the three grumpy old men. <laughs> Because they were all old and they were not grumpy. Well, one of one of them was kind of grumpy, um, but and two were not. But one was one was kind of really grumpy and snarky. But um, but Don Dew, who was not one of the grumpy ones, he was one of the happiest, had the biggest smile of anybody I've ever met. Um, somebody one time said that when he entered the room, the room got brighter. And I thought, wow, I wish, I wonder if people would say that about me. But anyways, we did say that about Don. So. Um, when they retired from the board, he said, you guys got to pick your own board now. And what we did was we figured out what we weren't good at. And that's who we picked for our outside board member. Mm-hmm. So you need to find these complementary skills. And, and, and so, you know, looking for other people's giftedness. So, like, for me, I needed to bring you into my inner circle because you have skills and giftedness that I don't have. So I rely on you to help me with that part of my journey. You know, your skills are just in the, the way you can edit writing and not change a voice and the way you can put marketing things together for me and the way you can say, 
hey, don't go down this road, go down this road, because I think this would be a better avenue. So that's really what I mean there. The third point that I put here is, do you like them? <laughs> so when you, when you read that third one in particular, what thought came to mind? Uh, I had I had a couple thoughts. So I did think about that podcast that we did about, you know, the people closest to us and the influence they have on us. Um, I also thought about how sometimes you can't always pick who travels with you. Perhaps you're mm -hmm. on a team at work mm, and, good. you know, yes. you might you might not necessarily like or agree with someone on your team. Um, but I think when it comes to choosing people, I think that that's pretty important. I think, um, sometimes we settle, uh, because yes. we're afraid of what would happen yep. if we left a certain group, right? Like if we're part of, right. um, if we're part of some kind of group or club or something and, you know, we really don't like the people. Sometimes I think we stick around because we're afraid of the, what would happen if we disassociated with that right. person or that group. Um, so I think that's that's kind of what came top of mind. And I also think that all three of these things are even more evident right now in the time that we're currently in, because I think yes. a, a lot has has surfaced as we've all been tested and tried over the last, I don't know, was it nine months, almost nine months now um, that we've been living a different style of life, I'll say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um so I think, you know, I, I even think about social media or, um, you know, groups of people that maybe we just need breaks from. Like you might even, yeah. you might like them, you just don't like them right now. Or yes. you don't like, you know, maybe they're just a little too negatively focused right now. Um, right. So you need to take a break. I took a social media break that ended up being kind of like a permanent break uh, because I realized it just wasn't a good space for me right now. Right, right. Very good. Yeah, I, I have deliberately stayed away or dramatically limited my access to social media and, and news right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. It's it's insane. It's just <laughs> it insane. So, yeah, so that's a great point that sometimes we may really um, just have to distance ourselves from somebody. And, you know, one of the things that... Um, that, that I did, I did know was, so what do we do with a person that we just don't click with? I don't want to say we don't like, but there mm -hmm. are people who's where our personalities just clash, mm -hmm. but we need their help from time to time, or maybe they're, um, they're, they're, they're on a team, but they're not a team focused kind of person. So how do we deal with that? And, and what I put in there was, you know, we use them as a as like a um, a subject matter expert. Mm -hmm. If we have questions, we invite them to come have a cup of coffee, and we just get feedback from them. Because the 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 folks that you choose that you pick to travel with you need to really have you need to really have a good relationship with. Them. Because I don't want you, you don't want somebody traveling with you that isn't going to be honest with you, that isn't going to share feedback with you. That because that's in, 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 so we also have relationships. Um, and maybe this is a good transition to the second part of it is talking about relationships with people that become part of our inner circle. There are, 
there are there are relationships that where people take from us and there are relationships where we get from others so we're either giving or getting type of thing in our relationships and and i don't want people to think that i'm not into relationships where i have to give that's absolutely not the case every relationship i'm in with people i hope that they are getting something from the relationship because if they're not we've got a problem so one of the notes that i that i sent to you were the the signs of a good relationship <laughs> there's mutual enjoyment now again i'm not we're not talking about everybody on my team i'm talking about more my inner circle these are the some of my team members might be part of my inner circle but these are the folks that i really have have chosen to intentionally draw in to my life to help me on my journey. So a good relationship, there's mutual enjoyment. They would enjoy being with me as much as I enjoy spending time with them. There has to be respect. Respect for space, respect for ideas. Um, you know, we, in, in now we're in such a time of what sounds like so much intolerance. But I want somebody to be able to say, you know, I disagree with you on that. And this is why. Mm -hmm. And we don't, and we stay friends because of it. It shouldn't ever change the relationship piece. I put the note of shared experiences. And, and, and as I thought about that one, um, the only way you share experience is by spending time. You know, so how can you... How can you share experiences with people? Um, and, and I think it's, it's simply you begin to make that connection by spending time with them. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but my start at MACNE, you were the only person there. Mm -hmm. Those three days or whatever it was <laughs> between, between when I start, well, I started on the 21st of, of December and maybe mm -hmm. we had the 24th off. I don't know. But I think it was Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You and I were the only ones there. Mm -hmm. We ended up... So if we're going to talk, if I'm going to talk to anybody, I was going to talk to you. Now, we knew each other. Right. But we hadn't shared any conversations. And I think, weren't you, like, mortified about your hair or something? I was I was pretty pregnant, you know, so we'll, we'll blame it on hormones. But yes, I had gotten <laughs> highlights and I didn't like them. So... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very vulnerable experience. <laughs> yeah. But so here's, you know, and we're, we're a generation apart. You're my kid's mm -hmm. age. Yep. You know, but it ended up just, we laughed, we joked. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, wow, we have this relationship where we can talk about things that are just silly. Mm -hmm. And it kind of has continued so that now we talk about silly things on our podcast. Right. For, for multiple years. So those shared experiences, so don't, people shouldn't think that they need to have like super deep experiences. You mm -hmm. just need to begin to share experience, spend time with people. Mm -hmm. Trust. Um, trust is a foundation for this too. You can't have people in your inner circle that you don't trust. And that, you know, and, and, and really it's not like you need to have dozens of people that you trust at that level, but you need to have five or six, let's say that you really can say anything to and you know it's going to stop there. Or you know that when they see you going down a path that's kind of shaky for you, that, that they're going to stop you. Um, I, I have a good friend of mine who lives in Arizona. We grew up together. And 
and I made the comment years ago because people, our, our wives even thought it really interesting how the two of us could be apart for, you know, like a year and meet up. And it was like we never were apart. Mm-hmm. And we're jo- we would finish each other's sentences type of thing. And I remember saying once in a, in a rather public gathering, I would trust Tom with my soul. Because I knew he would never, ever do anything that would put me at risk. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's why, so when I was getting ready to, um, to set up Navigate Leadership, which is the, the, the company that I was going to do my coaching with before joining MACME, Tom was the person I called. Tom, can you help me with, help me figure out what makes sense for me? Because he knew me. So again, that's, that trust factor is there. And then you get to reciprocity. Um, this is where we have the giving and taking. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it would not be a podcast if I wouldn't cough. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts about this reciprocity point? Um, I, I mean, I think that's what makes it a relationship. If it's, if it's one-sided, then it's more of that subject matter expert relationship, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, like we often say like, oh, well, the phone works both ways, right? If you're like, oh, right. you know, I, I'm the one who's always reaching out or I'm the one who's, always, yeah. you know, I, I, so I think that's kind of what, you know, you've, you have, so you have to check all these boxes, right? You have to make sure that there's the respect, mm-hmm. there's the trust. I mean, those I think are like the, the real foundation. Then you have the shared experiences in the mutual enjoyment. And then the reciprocity is kind of like, you know, tying the bow around the relationship saying like, yes, I, you know, I want to help you and I want to accept your help and accepting help isn't always easy. I mean, that's something that's sometimes hard for me. My, I have my sister-in-law is always telling me like, accept the help, like, right. You know, instead of always being the one to, to do things for others. So, um, I kind of think that's maybe like the last, I know these probably weren't in order, but maybe if we looked at them as like tiers, that might be mm-hmm. kind of sure what makes it a relationship. Yeah. So do you think that, are there seasons of reciprocity where one is giving a lot more than the other and is that okay? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I think so. Um, I mean, I think about, both in, you know, professional and personal realms. Um, there's going to be times when, I mean, think I think about when I was on maternity leave, a lot of people were helping me out and I wasn't doing anything for them in return. But right. since I've had my girls, I've had two people that helped me out have babies and I've kind of subbed in for them um, sure. with a smile on my face because they, they did it for me. I, and I think yep. that, you know, there's, there's busy seasons, there's uh, personal struggles where we might need to take more than we're giving. But I think when you right. have the, the trust and respect, you're not keeping score of the reciprocity. Right. It's like, I know you'll exactly. be, I know you'll yes. be there for me when I need you and yep. you know, I'd be there for you. So I, I think, no one's keeping score if it's a, you know, a solid relationship. Right. Perfect. It, and that's exactly what I was thinking was, you're not keeping score, but there's seasons. There's seasons. So within my inner circle, 
are these people that are I know that when I need them they're going to be there and mm-hmm. sometimes I need them more than other times and when they need me I'm going to be there for them and so it's it's interesting that you know within my inner circle and I'm thinking of the people that that I that I go to for different kinds of things I may be part of their inner circle with other people so there is this reciprocity, but it kind of the groups spread out a little bit, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm, I hope that makes some sense the way I was saying it. But there will be seasons when we're going to need, we're going to need some extra support, some extra advice. We, we may need a shoulder to cry on, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I just love it when I have friends that I know that if they're going through a difficult time, I can, I can send them a note. I can, I send them a text Mm-hmm. Say, hey, I'm praying for you, you know, call, you know, I, I'm here to help. Let me know what I can do type of thing um, and vice versa. But sometimes folks go through rough times. So then I get to, I have these notes here that I put down on relationship review. And I think all of us, um, this is good. Some of what I'm going to say, people are going to say, well, he is really harsh or he's really selfish. But I think we need to identify the most, well, I know, we need to identify the most important people in our life. And this spreads, this spreads out even beyond our, our, our inner circle. But, you know, when, when, we, when we teach emotional intelligence, there's a diagram that we use that has three circles. And, and the circles kind of intersect. It's kind of like half of an Olympic circle kind of thing, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. Concentric rings. Uh-huh. So there's me, there's them, and there's what's required. And, you know, so the, if you think about it, what are your needs, what are my needs, and what is required of both of us? And where those things intersect is where you get productivity. But if I'm not taking care of your needs, you're not gonna, we're not going to get to what we need to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so if we think about it in relationships, I need to be focusing on, I need to identify who are the most important people in my life and, uh, and am I meeting their needs? in whatever that means in terms of a relationship. And then the next one is assessing whether they are influencing me in the right directions. So, you know, what do people think of me? And, and, and as an I, it matters to me what people think of me. But even more importantly, within my inner circle, do, what do they think of my potential? Um... I want people that I, so I don't want people that have low expectations of me. I want people that have high expectations of me. Because if people have low expectations of me, they won't push me. And then the question is, what do they think of my future? So I, you know, I really want people to, to be speaking into my life that share a future vision, if I can call it that, for me, that, that's similar to mine. Then how do they behave toward me in difficult times? You know, I don't, I don't need people who are nice when the sun is shining. I need people that are there for me when the storms are coming. And, and, and that will, you know, will take the short end of the stick type of thing if they know that I'm really in a, in a tough situation. What do they bring out of me? And, you know, if somebody was quickly reading it, they may say, what do they bring to me? No, what do they bring out of me? Do I want people that come around me that help bring out the best of me not the worst and you know there are people that seem to bring out the worst in me i don't do you ever Mm -hmm. do you have people like that like for whatever reason they just know how to bring out everything that's 
you think is bad about you or is it just me? No, no, I, I, I think I would agree with that. Cause I was going to say, I think there's, there's even a way to kind of do this review without even asking these questions. If you, if before you even get to asking yourself questions, you say, I don't like how I feel after spending time with that person, ah. or I don't like how that person makes me feel like maybe they make you feel yep. inadequate or sure. insecure that you could just kind of use that gut check and skip the yes. questions. <laughs> but yes. if you don't feel that yep. way, then you can go to the questions. But um, I definitely think, or sometimes people can, other people can like bring you into their spiral. So yes. if they're like spiraling around negativity or if they're spiraling uh -huh. around gossip or something like that, and you, you like walk away and you're dizzy from the spiral, right? Um, then you know that they're not bringing out the best in you. Exactly. If there are people that consistently suck the life out of you, <laughs> and even though you're trying to help them, and if you try to help them and they won't take the help, they just want to have a pity party and want mm -hmm. you to participate on an ongoing basis. Yeah, yeah that you, you got to change it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I want to surround myself with people that that are tough on me in terms of expectations that have high expectations for me, people that make me feel empowered people that challenge me to be better than I am. Mm -hmm. um, but people that I really know appreciate me and, and try to try to help facilitate the exercising of my best gifts, mm -hmm. not my worst side of my behavior, so to speak. Which takes us to this last statement that if your friends aren't your friends, make new friends. And I know that sounds harsh. But I, and I forgot who I was. I had this conversation with somebody just, oh, it was just this morning. I've had so many conversations. <laughs> I'm in the process. I'm in the process of doing 360s for three different people, and I'm interviewing 10 people per person. So I'm having wow. 30 conversations, which is, it's exciting. I love doing it. But, but one of the people that I was interviewing this morning said, you don't get do-overs for life. Mm -hmm. You're making this journey once. Make the most of it. Think about, you know, and, and I, I want to read, I want to read um, John Wooden's quote again. And I need to read it because I'll, I'll mess it up if I don't. There is a choice you have to make in everything you do. So keep in mind that in the end, the choice you make makes you. Choose wisely. Who's going to travel with you? How's that? Something to think about for sure. It is. And, and again, I'm not talking about ditching your friends. I'm just saying be really careful about the people that you spend the most amount of time with and be really, really focused on who is your inner circle. You know, as a parent, be really, really focused on who your kids' friends are. Mm -hmm. You know, I love, I love the story that John Maxwell always tells. He goes, my house was the house all the kids wanted to go to. My parents had a ping pong table in the basement, a pool table in the basement, a basketball court in the driveway. And he said, I never knew why till I got older. And I realized that my parents wanted me to have my friends at my house. Mm -hmm. So my parents knew who I was hanging. Around. Wise parents. So you're going away. Mm -hmm. Is this part of the bucket list or is this just... Uh it's not part of the list, but we are going to 
do one of the things on the list while we're there. Okay. With Good. my with my niece and nephew. Um awesome. so just a couple of days away. By the time this releases, I'll be, you know, thrown back into regular life. <laughs> but yes. I I am excited because I did pick up our winter bucket list and believe it Ooh. or not, I've already kind of lined up some of the things um that needed organizing. So uh, Terrific. We'll just be cruising right. We're almost done with the fall one. And I think by December 1st, we'll be starting the winter one, even though technically Good. it's not winter. So you are taking pictures of these events, right? For your memories? Yes. I'm trying to remember to get pictures of everything. Some, okay. some I think Good. I missed, but. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. So my, um, my weekend is not going to be exciting. I am winterizing the boats oh i had a feeling you were going to say that putting them away for the year which mm-hmm. is always like a oh man i know but, but anyways it's you know what it's gonna be the most wonderful time of the year yep before you know very it. soon mm-hmm. right around the corner mm-hmm. and i have no idea what we're talking about next week but something will hit me in the side of the face it always long. does <laughs> it always does so with that i'm dave freund i'm marissa norcross and this was the next big event.